Hello, live stream. That's why you're wrong about everything, Dan. God damn it. <laughs> Coming in hot. Whoa. <laughs> I was not ready for I that. just got back from four days in Pittsburgh, and let me tell you. Are your arms tired? No, I went in a plane. That doesn't make any sense. Are your What's planes plane? tired? There are no planes in Barovia. Cannon. Write um, <laughs> it down. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, wait, I mean, hold on. We have to care about airplanes, not like two dimensional planes. Well, it's a valley. Yeah. I don't think there, there are no it is flat one surfaces <laughs> in Barovia. So there yeah, no their architecture is very dynamic. Yeah, they're um, spookily curved. Hello, live stream. Hello, bootleg. Thank you for tuning in on another Tuesday night. I, you know, I, in retrospect, uh, like Tuesday nights were a time that is convenient for assembling this panel. But I feel like it is the weirdest energy that I have throughout the week where I'm either exhausted or delirious or like it's never good. <laughs> it's what I'm saying. But I'm here. It's a Barovian contact high. Mm. I should be recording. I'm just just pointing Ooh, it out. You yep. should. Yeah. yeah, we should all be recording. recording. Please do that. I okay. Have. So I'm making I'm finally making my checklist for all the things I need to have going. I need to get the journal, the character sheet. Yep. Roll 20, yep. Zoom, yep. Audio Hijack. Am I missing anything? I've got other stuff, but I'm a dungeon master. Yeah, I've got so, other this stuff. This is my official see. checklist. Oh, nice. I'm like putting it. it on my monitor. You may there maybe add like a sub sub next to your character sheet, arena stat block, I guess. Yeah. Got Let's it. Take a screenshot. Yep. Oh, Thank you. Until we get Irina killed um, in a terrible, I don't know, Cooking accident. Cooking accident. accident. Skin bag accident. See, we, oh, we say cooking accident bag. is a joke, but there was a <laughs> cooking accident last episode. So. <laughs> That's um, anything we need to iron out before we play this this adventure that may be very brief. Um, my, my lawyer I, is, I've told has everybody told me that to, I should not answer questions about bags. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm just going to tell, I'm going to tell the bootleg and live stream. Um, there were a lot of things that could happen at this point. Uh, Dan Morin was consulted. Uh, I do when a character <laughs> is. Then you walked away. <laughs> You're like, do you want to know? Do you want to tell me anything about in case anything bad happens? Goodbye. That was via chat. You could have replied. <laughs> I do. You know, sometimes when a character is near death and perhaps a player would like to, ex you know, they would like to be involved in the orchestration of, uh, you know, the, the last rites, um, well, you know, make sure that they you go out on a, an epic thing. And Dan, Dan chose not to. I'm just saying sometimes I let people know, like, what color dragon do you want to eat you? Which of the liches do you want to be destroyed by? I am a generous dungeon master, and any suggestion otherwise will be met with fierce reprisals, is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is so, really one-sided. Yeah. Hey, I'm not here to make friends. Um, you're just you're, here to you're already my friends, so what, what do I have to gain at this point? <laughs> you could lose some friends, let me tell you. Listen, I've Dan. already told everyone my amazing backup character who Dan is welcome to play if necessary. I kind of want Dan to play it if necessary. I'm yeah. just... Dan, if killing off your characters was going to harm our friendship, that would have, like... Dan, if anything, our friendship is, is just built on a foundation of fictional corpses. Yeah. So. I will say the incomparable member Slack was keeping a tally recently of whether Erica or I have played more characters overall. And I think I might be ahead by a nose. 
or we're tied. One of those. Okay. Does, yeah, well, there, there's some weird asterisks in there, right? But well, like whether you get to count uh, Dungeon Crawl Classics. Um, yes, there's uh, all the other non. I assume exactly. Gamma World counts, but Dungeon Crawl Classics probably doesn't count. I don't, I don't make think. I, I don't think they were counting Gamma World either. It did come reason, up at so. one point, but I don't know. <gasps> Who didn't count Gamma World, and how can I get in touch with them? <laughs> all right, let's do this show. Shall right. we? Welcome back to Total Party Kill. Uh, I don't know how to talk anymore. Well, <laughs> Tuesday night. Tuesday night. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> I don't know how to talk anymore. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I'm your dungeon master. Well, not yours, but I'm a dungeon master. Tony Sindelar. That's me. I'm okay. Uh, we are doing the continued adventures of the Dog and Pony Show, where they are stuck in the sad, despondent land of Barovia. Our adventurers took it upon themselves to go and try and deal with some strange going-ons in a windmill. The windmill looked really bad, but I didn't tell them it was called the Bone Crusher, until, sorry, Bone Grinder, until they were inside. And, and inside that windmill, they fought not one, not two, but three hags. A coven of hags who use this windmill as their base of operations, where they turned, they fattened up children, ground their bones into, I don't know, flour type stuff, bone meal, and use them to bake narcotic dream cakes that they peddled to the people of Barovia. So they have done, our adventures have done great goodness today. But at what cost? For one of the adventures has opened the bag of a hag, a bag knit from flesh and skin itself, and who knows what horrors lie inside. How Pearl do dish. you that person? And is their name Dan? For answers to questions <laughs> such as these, we're going to play Dungeons & Dragons, but first, let's meet our players, because this might be the last time they say these character names. First off... It's Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hi, Tony. I'm playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue. For now. Next up, it's Aline Sims. Hi, Aline. Hi, I am playing Imra Soliana, the wood elf ranger and her dog Androdites, and also handling combat for our beloved noble Arena Koliana. That is a lot of souls to juggle. Yeah, juggle. Try not to drop one. Okay. Extra person. <laughs> Next up, it's Erica Ensign. Hi, Erica. Hello. I am playing Brildish, a dwarven paladin uh, who has a celestial pony oh, that right. tried to attack a, a hag and yes. failed, but tried really hard. Mm -hmm. Probably at least one of those creatures will survive the next hour. Uh, next up, it's Micah Sargent. Yes, and I play Elevor, the half-elf angel? No, druid. <laughs> Indeed. And last but not least, this order provided by random.org, but random.org, pure randomness, but also pure dramatic irony. The bag holder himself. <laughs> the robot the man who holder. should have known better. I speak of none other than Daniel Morin. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I'm enjoying this last session in which I play Cast in Onatar's Crucible, a Warforged cleric, but I really prefer to think of this as my Steve Lutz drinks a bottle of poison moment. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Lutz's character survived. Um, so. <laughs> Against all odds. Yeah. yeah. Um, Crucible, could you just remind us of what you did? And specifically, I think we all know what you did, but perhaps you can remind us of why you did it. Because Crucible that is a naturally is curious... Okay. adventurer 
And certainly that would it would be good to know your full like the la- what was going through your mind in your last minutes of existence. <laughs> well, he found this bag that was on one of the hags, the hag knit, bag, knit, if you will. Knit out, of, bag. Knit, knit out of skin. Yes. Yeah. Knit knit? Knit. Well, stitched. Stitched. Oh god. Stitched is better than knit. Stitched. Oh, that's so closer. much worse. Sorry, cro- crocheted. crocheted. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm. <laughs> Welded? I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> Uh, and, and and as it was a bag on a hag, he <laughs> decided to give it up. Just a just a sucker for rhymes. He's a Doctor Seuss guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he 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 opened it, thinking he would see what was inside. He did not expect it to necessarily be something uh, unspeakably evil, but these mm-hmm. things happen. All right, so um, let me just uh, let me, we're going to do a couple things here. Uh, first off, uh, Dan, can you hand me your character sheet? Oh my god. I'm just I'm just gonna all right, thank you. I'm just gonna just gonna make a little tear here later right now, just just so that later it's easier to tear it up. Um no no that oh. was just that was practice. I was okay. practicing people. That was an unrelated piece of paper. Just wanted to make sure. Now if I needed to tear multiple pieces of paper up at once, it would sound like that. Oh. All right. Just 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 gotta make sure I'm ready. Um so uh Crucible, you, let's see, you are on the second floor of the windmill of the bone grinder. Um, is anyone else? Is that, that's A, I'm confirming that that's correct. Uh, uh, I appear to be on the stairs, but yeah, no, I think I'm on the first floor. Well, the bodies were all on the second floor. Oh, I thought right? one was at the, I thought the main Morgantha was at the bottom of the stairs. Yep. You know what? You're right. So you are on the first floor, and it looks like many of you, your colleagues are there as I well. I think everyone except yeah, I'm Lena out... and Irina. Yeah, I'm yeah. outside. It it might look like I'm kind of inside, but I, I specifically went outside to check on Pony. Okay. So I am yeah. not inside. Lena, are I, you all the way up on the third floor? I believe that Irina and I are up with the children. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to allow a couple things to happen uh, at the first. First, uh, Dan, I'm going to pose a question to you, uh, and you're going to get to think about it while uh, I check in with other people. How wide do you think you opened that bag? We'll find out for that answer for that in a second. Uh, a, would anyone else like to do any kind of history type, wisdom type check about the nature of hags? Um, sure. <laughs> I was in the middle. So the problem is I was in the middle of, I had just cast uh, Speak With Animals mm. um, it, from the first floor to talk with all of the different animals. that. Were oh, yeah. The- you're going to talk with the frogs and chickens. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I don't think that it would make sense for me to do a history okay. slash arcana check. So, but, uh, you know, Broldish and, uh, Imra are right there and they're watching. They had a moment where they saw, uh, Crucible pick up a hag, uh, sorry, I pick up a bag didn't. and op- open the bag. Cause I got outside, a, so. okay. I got a 16 either on history or arcana. They're my modifiers the same. All right. I'm going to tell you, uh, Imra, you, uh, you might know. Um, that hags, some of them, they carry bags, right? So far, so good. I've learned. Yes. Hag bag? Hag bag. Um, and classic hag. Classic hag. Um, and I think you're even going to know, you're going to know a little bit because that's a decent role, right? So, um, hags uh, tend to have, there's, they really only have two possessions that they really keep with them. Uh, first, they have something called a heartstone which is a usually some kind of gem that has been imbued with uh, kind of magical energy because hags are, do have some relatively moderate to powerful magical ability, especially when they work as a coven. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that that those are those are things that some adventurers seek after, though they are you know they're they're a little bit spooky. And then uh, hags are known uh, for carrying uh, what is called a soul bag, um, and that is basically uh, a, a hag has the ability when they they kind of haunt and stalk people, and when they kill someone, uh, th- that that cr- that creature's soul is kind of condemned to eternal suffering in a. Uh, in a, in a in a hag's soul bag, which it's they like to stitch, bag. which they <laughs> like to stitch <laughs> out of uh, flesh. Um, so awesome. a soul bag can only hold a single soul at a time, but they are almost always evil souls. Great. Oh, the souls. Are How evil. much time does Imra have better. to yell all of this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this entire. Paragraph. I'll just even tell you, Imra. You know that crafting a soul bag takes seven days and a humanoid sacrifice. Uh, because oh you, god yeah there's no there's no there's no ethical uh soul bag production um okay. so anyway that's happening dan how how wide do you open the bag like <laughs> like this wide hold on a second <laughs> I, I have your i have your window hold on. Um, first of all great podcasting <laughs> second of all <laughs> what do you want me to say a little bit a little bit all right um all right crucible uh you open the bag to peek inside you have to open it enough to peek right sure. um you open it one peak, um, Canadian one peak. One little peak. One little peak. Several fingers stick out of the bag, and suddenly there are hands, and they are pulling the bag I open. Close the bag. <laughs> and and you try to close the bag. Give me a strength check. Uh, strength check. I'm pretty strong, right? This could be fine. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Are pretty strong. Hold on, I'm gonna roll a strength check for the thing inside the bag. Oh God, what is it? How strong is the soul anyway? Um, I, I just don't relative? like the phrase. Oh. I'm going to roll a strength check for the thing inside, thing inside the bag. The bag. <laughs> uh, so that was a 15. So suddenly uh, there, there are hands pulling the bag open and there is a face and a head and shoulders pushing its way through the hole, the, the hole in the bag. The bag is, has gotten bigger, but see, it seems to be there is a creature uh, much larger than the bag itself in the bag, climbing out of the bag. It appears to be humanoid in nature. How, and how big point, is the bag currently? Could I throw it into the oven? <laughs> yes. Put it in the oven. Put it in the oven. Uh, you know what? That's pretty good thinking. Uh, I will say you can try. <laughs> what do I need to try? Um, I don't know. What's a, That's probably like a dexterity check, right? Oh, yeah. uh, actually, that's called an oven check. <laughs> oven check? Oh, I've got plus seven for ovens. Nice. Oven handling. What's your score <laughs> well, I mean, Crucible is basically, Crucible is one quarter oven on its mother's side. <laughs> That's offensive. I mean, uh, all right. it is crucible. Yeah, it's, it's true. I, to be fair. Uh, yeah. I'm allow to be it. fair. I'm allow it. Uh, uh, dexterity check, you say. That's how you when you know somebody's about to say something really racist. That's when they say, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair, yes. Oh uh, all right. Nine. All right. Uh, the bag bangs off the, uh, the the front of the oven and hits the ground. The, a, a, a humanoid creature, shoulders, head, is pulling its way out. It looks like it's got the bag down to about its waist. Uh, and you, the creature, is, is still on the ground. It's still, you know, encumbered by being half in a bag. Uh, but I will tell you, the creature that you are seeing, um, it looks... Humanoid in nature, it looks like perhaps it was at one point a human, but there are several uh, things that uh, suggest that it is not a human, at least not by the conventional sense. Uh, <laughs> its skin is rather bluish. Uh, its eyes uh, do not are not really 
eyes, uh, but kind of just a burning hole that, you know, that burns with a a fiery glare that seems fixated on uh, Crucible just as it continues Uh, to out of the bag. Religion check? Okay. (laughs) What does your God tell you about bags? (laughs) uh, Sorry, Crucible, what do you roll? 13. 13? Uh, You know what? That's not bad. I'm going to tell you. Uh, You think that this might be a revenant. That would be undead, wouldn't it? Oh, dear. Yes. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) All right. Uh, I'm going to suggest that uh, everybody, well, I guess I was going to say everybody in this room, but probably just everybody should roll initiative and we should move in initiative order. How's that? Okay. Yep. Boy, I'm glad I blew my channel divinity on making that fidget spinner. (laughs) (laughs) Is that today? That was yesterday, wasn't it? Was it yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, now I'm not sure. Or was it this morning? I don't remember if you did that before you went to sleep. Or oh that. no, it was the Vistani camp was this morning. It's morning. It's been a day, people. Uh, it's been a yeah. day. Quite, quite. A day. Um, just a reminder: the undead are my favorite enemy. Yeah, you love those oh, undead. Why roll, uh, roll twenty hates me. Um, no, it really and, does. Roll and a lot of things. A lot of things are at best indifferent to you. Mm. Um. So the revenant, like Tony Sindelar. I'm your friend, but this revenant who I've created is not your friend. Um, <laughs> Would my religion check have been high enough to tell me if revenants l- care about radiant damage? Uh, I think you could surmise that all undead uh, will be. Well, I guess not all not undead, all, but all um, yeah, I'm going to tell you that radiant damage would be bad. How about for that it, for it not for us yes yeah <laughs> cool well i mean probably dan don't walk around like firing like holy holy light into people's eyes that's rude that is rude. i'll do what i want well i mean you that your party <laughs> may clear. have feeling about that yeah dan well you did that you opened a bag with a revenant in it <laughs> so uh did people roll and then put in initiative where are we yeah, on that is correct i, I got I five for arena all right uh, I see 17 Elevore, Morgantha is dead. I see 16 Lena to Lena, five Crucible, five Broldish, five Arena, 22 Imra, 21 Unnamed Revenant. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Imra, uh, Crucible has flung <laughs> half a person in the bag containing the rest of them across the room in the direction of the oven. They bounced off the front of the oven and they're trying to, they're disentangling themselves from the bag. I don't know, 15 feet away from you across this cluttered room. You are the first to react. All right, I'm going to go and stand in front of the oven. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pull out my long sword plus one. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to roll a oh, one, but I get another attack. So I'm going to try this again. I'm, you know what? I'm going to tell you when somebody's in a bag and you're trying to hit them with a long sword, you got advantage. That's how I feel. Oh, okay. I so mean, in he, that case, his revenant is half tangled up in a bag. So it know. makes me scared when Tony is this nice at the beginning of a. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm your friend. I don't know. I don't know. By the way, this is, I'm just gonna just tear these up. Oh uh, my word! Uh, I don't like this practice. <laughs> Look, we didn't make enough resources for the team to just replace everybody. <laughs> That's true. Who, who, so, who's, who's that on? Uh, Jane, Jane, can you uh, can you build six, six character <laughs> sheets real quick? You're good at that. Uh, they are all going to have the same character concept, so <laughs> that, that'll be a very a effective. And, uh, I yeah. do have two Jane, other Jane, that's characters a, for this. That's so a I'm plus. <laughs> that's not a, that is not a that's not a like a. That's just okay. efficiency. 
Well, yeah, if, guys, if when, we all make it, it out of this fight, I will share with the backup character. If you guys all die, I'm prepared to just narrate. Rictavio's been working on his spoken uh, <laughs> word stuff. He's got a tight five hours that he is just prepared to rock out at the uh, the Blue Water Inn. So we just we cut back to him. A um, five. Which hours, God. Mm-hmm. All okay, right. I got a 24 on my second uh, attempt, and that's, I'm assuming, going to hit yes. for 10 damage. Okay. Is that just. Uh, uh, that was sword, one attack. Sword, sword damage. Magic um, sword. Radiant, or not radiant, but uh, magic sword plus one sword. Okay. Uh, second is a 14 with advantage. Uh, I believe a 14 will hit. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Somehow I'm even more scared now. Uh, so that's a 10 as well. Okay. And I guess, can we just say that I am kind of over here in the corner? Um, so I made room for other people to come in. Yeah. I feel like, you know, it's a small cluttered room. You get to decide yeah. how close you're going to be. Okay. Um, let's see. And I'm going to tell Androdite to go outside. All right, uh, so the Revenant is next. The Revenant is going to spend its movement to climb out of the bag. There is now an undead figure standing in, in, in the room in front of the oven. The glowing fires of the oven backlight it and honestly just make it look, uh, you know, more intimidating than if you had not thrown it at the oven. Um, <laughs> and he kind of stares around with his burning eyes for, for who will he target? And his gaze falls upon one forged crucible on Atar's something. One on one crucible. Uh, now, uh, crucible, this revenant is going to unleash upon you its vengeful glare. Uh, I would like you to make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. I can do that, but I need to know what the vengeful glare looks like. Tony, could you demonstrate? Uh, I am already wearing my contact, so it's like that. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Okay, even more scared. Uh, all right, wisdom saving throw. Come on. Here, I can put my glasses on on top of my contacts. That'll all have double. Oh, uh, yeah, that'll be great. That'll be great, right? So. 23. Yeah. All right. Uh, Please be high enough. Finally. Um, let me just see if anything happens on a success. Um, what what does half a glare do anyway? It's like it's like a wink then. All right. Hey, so hey. Uh, you are you are relatively unscathed, uh, Crucible, but you know that that revenant has basically sworn vengeance upon you. And I'm even going to tell you, you want to give me another quick uh, religion check about yeah. the nature of revenants? Sorry, I pressed the button, so to ignore that. But it's maybe <laughs> important for future knowledge. Uh, religion 13 again. All right. So revenants are uh, undead, but they are a little different than other undead. Uh, it's kind of strange. They, they look very zombie-esque, but they're almost like a ghost that has happened to have inhabited a zombie. Uh, for a revenant is basically a lost and tortured soul who uh, has died a particularly tragic death, and they tend to fixate themselves on one creature that they will haunt endlessly. Uh, you might know that a revenant at all times knows the distance to and directed direction of any creature upon which it has, it seeks revenge. Uh, even if the creature and the revenant are on different planes of existence. Um, 
the and I the revenant a, I would, made a friend is what you're saying and the revenant would know if you die and i'm even going to tell you this uh like when you kill a revenant they just eventually like reassemble themselves what awesome yeah. is there yeah. a way you to stop a them from doing that <laughs> that might be a, a thing bag. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that might be a thing to think think about outside of combat and also vis-a-vis are we just going to open every bag we find um oh, i hate this <laughs> <laughs> barovia barovia everything's great in barovia do we just uh, run Elev- away and lock it in the bone grinder elevore it's your turn <laughs> i don't like this <laughs> <laughs> Is Elevore tapping out? He's like, Elevore, you gonna... could you could lock them in. There is you do have a rogue and two uh, plump children upstairs. So you see, Tony, the wow. thing is, I, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Tony, did you not consider our feelings when you were yeah. building this encounter? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? You know, did did. did did anyone consider my feelings when they opened that bag? No, that's true. Yeah. This is not a game about feelings. This is a game about right and wrong. (laughs) And you are wrong to open bags. (laughs) Wrong is opening that. Sometimes bags have money in them. That's all I'm saying. Bags made out of flesh. (laughs) It's. And I did tell you. I told you the bag was made out of flesh. You knew that. Yeah. Yeah, I assumed it but was Barovia. Like all bags are. Yeah, probably I assumed that. Yeah, exactly. Barovia, like souvenirs, like when you go to the like the gift shop. I just assume all those little chain <laughs> purses are made out of flesh. Mm-hmm. So, like in Somerville, we've banned plastic bags. Do you think they ban flesh bags also, or flesh bags? No, good? I think they're, they're mandated. Reusable. I think they mandated they're, flesh bags. They're Barovia. reusable. They're reusable, but they have, <laughs> they have a revit in them. So you know. <laughs> All right. How do you feel about the environment? Uh, I'm sorry, Michael. Help carry your groceries in. Um, Michael, we're talking over your turn because we're that's jerks. Okay. You see Elevore place his hands together um, and sort of mumble a, a quiet thing. And then suddenly up from the tops of his hands, uh, a, f- a fire shoots out and forms a blade. Um, and he has cast Flame Blade. Uh, so I'm going to roll... 11 plus uh, 17 to hit. That'll hit. Alrighty. So far, the lowest number you've hit on is a 14. Thank you for that. All right, nine damage, nine fire damage. All right. Revenant's still looking pretty good. Oh, and um, I think I'm going to stay where I am for now. All right. So right now... uh, Right now, Elevore, you are, I believe, the only one kind of engaged with the Revenant. Is that correct? That uh, seems, yeah, seems so. Yeah. Imra, you ran over, hit it, and then backed off. Crucible, you haven't had a chance to move yet. Broldish, uh, I don't think you had a chance to go yet either. No, I'm not. Um, okay. Until five. All right. Lena Delina, you are next. You are uh, several floors above, yep. uh, but you have heard the sound of, we'll say, the sound of battle below. Uh, you exchange a knowing look with Arena, perhaps, or at least Arena exchanges a knowing look with you. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's you, Arena, and two children recently freed from cages up on the third floor. Yeah. So um, I think that Irina's first priority is to try and make sure that whatever's going on downstairs, um, they don't know that there are kids up here. So mm. she is going to turn to them and... Um, basically, you know, hold up a hand and tell them to be quiet um, or, you know, you know, shush them silently. 
um as well back as in, back in the cages kids for your protection <laughs> yeah, but, but basically like you know um make sure that they know to hide mm -hmm. um and not come out unless somebody comes to get them or it's quiet for a really long time okay um meanwhile lena is assessing which child she could use as a weapon in an emergency situation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then lena is going to um let's see she's going to head down these stairs do the okay. heads still look dead yeah they look very dead cool love that so uh you can kind of approximate uh yeah. jane each square is like five feet i don't know what your speed is um because yeah. it's not you are two floors up but it's a pretty small windmill so right so her um walking speed is 30 feet so i think that it's less than six squares of stairs yeah it looks like it it's pretty yeah it's a, com a compact and I forget windmill. if stairs are like technically difficult terrain, but she's not actually going all the way across the. Uh, I feel like they can't be difficult terrain going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Lena just throws herself to... down the stairs. Yeah, she... spiral staircase. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she like sleds down on. Using one of the children, yes. Yeah, um... <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, so I am going to try and use my insightful fighting, um, to make an insight check on, um, the beastie that I have intuited exists based on the sounds of groaning, battle, etc. Mm -hmm. Um, so you already that... have somebody that's within five feet of it. So do you not just automatically get sneak attack? Um, it might give me other aspects ah, of its gotcha. vulnerabilities. Cool. Um, yes, we want that. Yes. Um, so that is going to be a, uh, oh, goodness gracious. That is a 23 insight check. So that's contested against its deception. Uh, I, I feel like, um, charisma. which, uh, which charisma, how does this revenant have good charisma? He lives in a bag. Hey, <laughs> I'm a revenant. I, I All right. Like I feel like following a single person across the plains because you're so angry at them is like a yeah. big charisma move. <laughs> I don't understand. Charisma, charisma just means that you have personality. It doesn't mean that you have a good personality. I'm a revenant with personality. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, I will be playing this revenant after it kills my character. Uh, so this is an aside that Eric can edit out later. Uh, I just got back from a conference where they're, you know, do it talking about various professional development things. And they were talking about people's strengths and weaknesses. I did not demand that they suddenly, they interpret everything into Dungeons and Dragons, but uh, it is interesting. The, you know, the amount of nouns and uh, adjectives that Dungeons and Dragons gives you for describing humans that, uh, or <laughs> non-humans that people who are talking in the workplace do not always use, but I did enjoy in one workshop, they discussed uh, the concept of woo, W-O-O, which oh, is no. basically charisma. So, um, so but, that's that would be a char terrible character sheet attribute. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna this character. My primary stat is woo. Yeah. yeah. I, I also put points in Elon and Verve. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, short story: uh, this this revenant has very good charisma, but when you roll a three, you lose to Lena Delina's. Uh, yeah. Her superior inside. woo. Her superior. <laughs> well, it's insight. 
So he uh, attempted. You, you really wooed that revenant there. Uh, yeah. So what do you learn uh, that I can tell you about the nature of revenants, Lena Delina? So I basically get everything that I would get off of a successful insight check. So um, what he's about, what his motivations are, who he's angriest at. What he's into. Like. Yeah, so what he's his likely hobbies. to do. Yeah, hobbies. Okay. Likes, dislikes. Uh, likes, dislikes. Well, let me tell you about this revenant. We still have not exchanged business cards and learned his names. Right. Um, but uh, you would know that re revenants are resistant to necrotic and psychic. Mm -hmm. They are totally immune to poison. They cannot yeah. be charmed, exhausted, frightened, paralyzed, poisoned, or stunned. Uh, they can see in the dark. Um, they speak whatever languages they knew in life. And they are basically obsessed with uh, um, tracking down whatever creature they have sworn a vengeance upon. In this case, it seems to be whoever opened the bag. Um, cool. Let's see. Is there a vulnerability he... in there? Right. I didn't hear anything <laughs> yeah, about like skipped, skipped over so... that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't No, This guy doesn't have any vulnerability. He's great. Uh, the one vulnerability he has is that if he takes uh, fire or radiant damage, his regeneration doesn't function. Mm, that is okay. very important. So so I'm not hearing anything that makes me not want to shoot him with a crossbow. No. So I'm going to do that. Um, he, he dislikes crossbows. Hobbies, not getting shot with a crossbow. Escaping a bag. Those are his, <laughs> you know, long uh, walks on a bag. Does a 14 hit him? It does. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry, long walks in a bag. Long walks in a bag, thank you. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, so that is going to be with sneak attack. I got that. Yeah, you you basically managed to shoot him in the side of the head from the uh, the stairs. He's unexpecting mm -hmm. that. Yep. Um, so that is just 10 crossbow damage. All right. And we learned some invaluable rev facts. Yeah. Lena just like shouts. <laughs> like, <laughs> A litany of he things. Can see it, he can see in the dark. Not <laughs> relevant, <laughs> Lena. <laughs> Use radiant and fire. Mainly, I like to give you a lot of information because it's like your ability to convey that information uh, coherently to other people is diminished rapidly. Yeah, so yeah. so it's like this is an important lesson. Use holy fire, Bernie. Bernie. So, listeners, so my Bernie, Bernie sword is, is good. Bernie? Is that what yes. you say? Yes, listeners, is this is a valuable lesson about. Uh, Sharing information and delivering feedback in a team situation in which things are high stress is you've got to prioritize what information. Delivering all information is not actually useful. So oh. remember that for the next time you have to fight a revenant at work. This is also, the TPK series where we do team building exercises. In yeah. Guys, I am this close to rebranding uh, this episode brought to you by LinkedIn. No, seriously, LinkedIn <laughs> is set. If I use their name again, they said they'll sue us. So, <laughs> um. Um, so yep, that is my turn. All right. 10 crossbow damage to the as yet unnamed Revenant. Uh, Irina Kolyana, uh, it technically goes now. Uh, uh, Aline, you're kind of controlling Arena, though Jane suggested Arena Arena's perhaps next course of action. What do you think? I think Arena's going to stay up with the kids. She only has four hit points, so she's right. not feeling too great. She's going to kind of stay and try to keep keep the kids calm i feel like you shouldn't abandon children you just rescued yeah. but i don't know i yeah. mean there's no handbook for adventuring um and hopefully they won't turn on her for yeah. some reason you know yes uh broldish you are down on the in the the entryway of the windmill there is no vestibule it's not that fancy um yeah what next 
I can't hear Erica. I think she's also frozen. Yeah, oh. it looks like it. She's very serious about this. No. She's typing now. Oh, no. Unstable connection. Hello, bootleg. Hello, bootleg. She looks very intense in that frozen image. I can tell stories about Pittsburgh. So I was very busy. I was there for work. So the only thing I saw as far as landmarks in Pittsburgh is they have a sinkhole right outside the convention center. Ooh, oh. what? Yeah, it's not On actually purpose? a landmark. No, <laughs> there's there's photos on the internet of a bus that fell through. Erica the... is no longer moving. Yeah. Oh, my sorry, back. Erica. Yeah, my you're, back. you're back. You're back. Welcome back. And that's yeah. the end of my sinkhole in Pittsburgh story. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next time I freeze, you can finish it. No, it, it's literally that. It, now I'm wasting your turn. <laughs> it, it's basically oh. what it said on the tin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was a sinkhole. I'm... It was in Pittsburgh. I got a, and I got a DM from my mom being like, we lost you. Thanks, mom. Oh, <laughs> Hi, Erica's okay. mom. <clears throat> so I'm going to assume that I heard yelling, <laughs> shouting the word radiant, perhaps. Mm. <laughs> uh, so I will turn and go back inside. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Branding Smite uh, on on my axe. Well, I mean, just casting it in general, so I can use anything to attack. And then, then I'm going to attack with my axe. So... Twenty-two. Wow! Yeah, that hits. Okay, good. All right. Then I do 11 points of regular old slashing damage mm-hmm. and nine radiant damage. Okay. And if it was invisible, it would become visible. Oh, it was, it, it was as far as you yeah. could tell, at least 99% visible. Okay. Well, it's, it is now shedding a, uh, shedding dim light in the five foot radius and can't become invisible until the spell ends. Okay. Uh, and I get to attack it again. Oh. You attack the glowing revenant. Ninety-nine percent visible is my favorite podcast. I knew someone was going to do it. <laughs> that was that was well the reference. Sixteen. Uh, Sixteen hits. Yay! So that all is... right. This revenant, I I thought was going to be a, a bigger threat than it was. So. So that is six points of regular damage, and five points of radiant damage. All right. And that is it for my turn. Oh, okay. I will belatedly say, in Hala's name, praise Hala. <laughs> on rant. Uh, Crucible, you are across the room. A revenant is being wailed on by your friends, but you know that it, it looks at you with fiery eyes. What do I, you do? I return that favor with fiery eyes, shooting lasers at it uh, in the form of a uh, sacred flame. Okay. I would like it to make a dexterity saving throw, please. All right. Where are my revenant stats? Uh, da, da, da. Where are my revenant stats? <laughs> dexterity uh, 20. Can't do anything right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would open less bags if I were you. I've Just learned an important lesson. Fewer bags, Tony. Fewer. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Tuesday night. <laughs> Tuesday <writers>. night. <laughs> I 
think there's nothing else for hold on let me just do a quick look. you could get up close to it I'm definitely mm, not doing give it that. a kiss someone is going to have to, to somebody needs you know. to woo the revenant yeah needs to woo the revenant you say uh probably not me how are people doing health-wise especially oh, the I'm front line. i don't think anyone has actually been hit by it yet it only it, oh but some people may still be did every, I wasn't sure. Yeah, we didn't have time hurts. to heal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I may get hit by it. I could use some healy healers. Okay. I will. Uh... I don't know how much damage it does. I think I have enough hit points that if it hits me, I wouldn't go down probably. A question we may soon have an answer to. All right. I'm going to send a uh, healing word uh, Elephor's way. Uh, so that will be four plus. Uh, five hit points of nice. healing for Elevor. Thank you. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Ooh. Travel down the bone crusher and back again. A bone grinder <laughs> and back again. <clears throat> now is Tony frozen? No, he's My, just holding yeah. really still. <laughs> he's waiting for his prey. Uh, no, I'm fine. I'm great. So, Crucible, if you're done, it's Imra's turn. Okay, do I still have advantage? No, he got out of the bag. So. He got out of the bag. Jerk yeah. face. The cats. Okay. okay, put that d20 back. All right, how far am I from it at this point? I would say less than 10 feet. Less than 10 feet? Closer than 5 feet? Uh, I was going to say about 5 feet, maybe. Okay, so I will... Use my long sword plus one again. All right. Um, that is a 22. That hits. And that is nine points of damage. All right. Second attack. The Revenant does not look great. I mean, he never looked great, but now he's starting to look <laughs> right, stru right. structurally compromised. Good night, Erica's mom. <laughs> um, second was uh, 14 for another nine. All right. Okay, I think you may, this Revenant may not really scare you that much. I mean, other than crawling out of a bag. Um, but <laughs> I'm pretty creeped out. I feel like here's its chance to do some damage before it goes down. So here's my question. The Revenant is standing in front of the oven. He is glowing from uh, an attack. Uh, I think right up in front of him is Broldish with a glowing axe and uh, Elevore with a burning sword. He, the uh, Revenant is fixated on Crucible, but... Uh, let me ask you, who does he have to go through to get to Crucible? Well, at least would... one Broldish. All right. There would also be an opportunity attack if he actually physically moves away from me. All right. I think he's going to, th I feel like Broldish got right up in there. So uh, the creature is going to start with Broldish. Uh, so the Revenant is, as far as you can tell, unarmed. All it has done so far is scare, stare spookily at Dan. Um, so, uh, Broldish, the Revenant's going to start by just throwing some punches. Uh, it's got kind of weird, uh, horrible talon-like fists, and it's going to swing them in your direction. Erica, I think you're muted. Hey, I have a shield. Okay. Uh, Erica, does a 17 hit Broldish? Nope. All right. It's horrible little undead fists, like rain, <laughs> rain blows upon your shield, which is unscathed. Um, clang, you know what? Clang. It, it is clang, clang, clang. Went the revenant. Clang, um, clang, clang goes the revenant. 
And speaking of trolleys across the room, uh, Citadel, not Citadel, Crucible, give me another wisdom saving throw. Dice are not on my side tonight. Here That's what go. I like to hear. Ah, uh, critical. What? All right. <laughs> uh, you feel great, but I'm even going to tell you because on a critical, uh, you know that if you failed that DC 15 wisdom saving throw from its vengeful glare, uh, you would be paralyzed by the Revenant. Um, I can fix that. So, yeah. I'm not yeah, worried. So, my God so is no on my side. no need to worry about it. Yeah, no need to worry. Knowing is our smiles bad. upon me. Yes. Uh, all right. I suspect that you may be able to deny this Revenant another turn and yeah. learn a valuable lesson about bags. Elevore. Oh, man. Uh, is 11 enough to hit? No. Ass. Cool, bro. Well, that's all I got for you. You slice a corner off of the, the stove with your burning <laughs> blade. <laughs> Ooh, lighting a fire in the oven that's brighter than that's ever. Lena, 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 you stand upon these stairs leading into the fray, hefting a crossbow. What will you do? Uh, she is going to um, drop the crossbow and charge Rock. up with her Whoa. swords held aloft. Uh, that's a 14 on the die, so that one will hit. Yep. Um, so that is going to be a um, so her first hit is 15 damage and then let's see with the offhand uh, that is 7 plus 7 is 14 um, so that's going to be another 6 damage yeah, it is. Sorry, 14. Oh, sorry, six. Got it. I started yep. writing down. Yep. So right. she, you know, has yeah. a powerful blow with the first sword and then sort of a jab with the second. Blow. You are chopping off bits of the Revenant leather armor yeah. and bits of the Revenant itself. Blue chunks of rotting flesh drop to the ground of the windmill. Where are they? Um, so it's not making this place any grosser than it already was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the property values are really yeah, they are taking a hit. They are going to lose their deposit. Oh, they're dead. Um, Actually, so, so Elevore probably still has speak with animals up. What do the animals in this room think of what's happening? I think they all ran away, right? Uh, well, the to the frogs they're are in a, in a... They're all caged. Yeah, the chickens, I will tell you, uh, Elevore, uh, the chickens are displeased uh, and the frogs are not happy. So... Yeah. No. See, here's uh, about it is I don't I think that I was casting speak with animals and this stuff happened and so I was interrupted. So that was uh, okay. So you you'd have to pick that out using just, just normal context. animal senses. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Context, the, chick, the chicken the chicken body language suggests you anxiety. <laughs> yes. so, that's just my normal animal handling proficiency. Please don't put that on the internet. How do the uh, frogs go? Wait, what do the frogs sound like right now? Ribbit. Oh, I'm so they're chill. They're very chill. That's 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 ribbit is it means everything is bad. <laughs> that was ribbit you gotta, and Tony. Ribbit. You gotta you gotta you gotta look for the nuance, Dan. Um all right, Broldis, it's your turn while all this nonsense is happening. I'm just gonna try to wail on it again. Wail on it away. Uh that is a 15 to hit. Yep, damage. So 11 regular damage. 
eight radiant damage. All right. It looks like one oh, one good hit would take down this revenant. Well, I've got my second attack coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is only an 11 to hit, so... And does not contact. I feel like somebody between now and the Revenant is probably going to get it, so I'm not going to... Indeed, for the next in the order is the Revenant's sworn enemy, one forged in Amatar's Crucible. Crucible, uh, what will you do? I will... Attempt. For you have done all of this to your friends. <laughs> because... <laughs> You couldn't leave a bag alone. Rolling for guilt, Tony. <laughs> uh, I will attempt again to summon the power of my god and shoot laser beams. Let's just say canonically out of my eyes because that seems yeah, cool. Yeah, why not? Oh, I like it. I yeah, like why that. not? Uh, have him make a dexterity saving throw, please. All right. But badly. Could you roll badly, please? I did. You're, Dan, <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. I rolled a, that's a six on the die. That's an eight total. How's awesome. that? That He will get hit by some radiant lasers to the tune of, boy, that's just the second one there. Ten. Ten radiant damage. It's enough. Can you describe for us, Dan, the sight of a undead revenant having its face melted off by a... Uh... I would say a Crucible just sort of leans back. Lasers shoot from his eyes and immolate the revenant, disintegrating it into dust. That would be nice. You didn't that... tell me you could do that. It only works sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so there is now basically just a pile of embers where the Revenant once was. Uh, but I would say anyone close enough to that would notice that the embers are twitching. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I think... Put them in the bag? Immediately we should... Yeah, I think got we, a should broom. Bury, we should bury different parts of the dust in different places like dig I, a bunch of holes and i think that mm. we learned that to create the bag we need to have a human sacrifice and it takes seven days so oh you can't reuse also, it also and like three hags which you uh, somebody <laughs> just murdered three hags that was but, <laughs> i mean we, we can hags. spread it out over a great different distance yeah, let's it put it into the bag and then tie it to the side of pony cindelarent and then just have him run as fast as he can down the road. Oh, can, oh with the bag open. Yeah. In the bag? yeah. Can, can, I, can I, I would just like to roll and see since undead are my favorite enemy. Yeah. If I know how to properly dispose of this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I want to see if my ceremony spell can do anything about that. So would that be a, like an insight uh, I will give you, like, it's probably, I mean, it sounds like them to me. It sounds like what, I'm sorry? Actually, probably intelligence. I think it's probably intelligence. Yeah, and you, and so because it's your favorite enemy, you have advantage, right? Yeah, so that was a 15. All right. Um, so here is the bad news about revenants. Revenants are very, very fixated on, uh, avenge or on, on vengeance. Um, the, they are immune to many of the normal things that could lay an undead to rest, such as turn undead. And uh, if a revenant's body is destroyed, which I think is what you've done now, uh, you know, you can basically kill them, which temporarily inconveniences them. Um, the revenant's soul will probably search for and inhabit and animate another available corpse sometime in the next two to one to two days. Is there any way to prevent that? Um, 
The only way that you would know of Imra to prevent that would be a relatively powerful spell such as the wish spell. Okay, I'm going to tell everybody that. Wish spell? That's like a level nine spell, man. What did you say? Its whole purpose is is revenge? Vengeance. Why on me? I let it out. I was being nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I make, can I try a balloon check again to see if there's anything else that would do this? Or are we pretty? Sure. Yeah, I'll tell. I got more revenant facts. Fourteen. <laughs> uh, Crucible, as the target of the vengeance, you would know that no magic can hide a creature pursued by a revenant. Oh my um, god! <laughs> so, we all right. Well, recurring... next time, it... can we pretend you're dead somehow? <laughs> I, the I revenant does that. not. Re- we actually kill him. I don't. The revenant know. doesn't require air, food, drink, or sleep. It will hunt you hey, mercilessly as too. long as it can. <laughs> well, just keep walking in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> this is it follows yeah. oh man next time it have... comes we don't kill it we just find i don't know stack boulders on top of it or befriend it chop maybe off, chop off maybe its limbs. befriend it i like that maybe we can charm it no it can't uh, charm. Uh, he's immune to charm i i don't i don't mean like with spells <laughs> she means yeah. right. it. anyway I, yeah you, you mean could, you it. can we woo you it could, we, you know what we don't know you, it's not it's not available right now maybe because we someone can incinerated it <laughs> maybe we can reason with it i mean whatever you did to it, it as far as i can tell you just freed him surely he would be angrier at whoever killed him in the first this place. does not and seem like the them. kind of creature that subscribes to reason <laughs> Hard to say. I mean, it, you've certainly entered a new era, a new chapter in this adventure in that uh, Onatar now has a thing that will hunt him mercilessly forever. So basically, anytime Tony thinks that we are taking too long to do something, suddenly the revenant <laughs> is mad and kicks our ass. Cool. Also, because you've destroyed this physical form, it will return in a form that you won't recognize. Oh my god, awesome. it could be a pony. Yeah. At least it happened to the one who doesn't sleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you checked your Have you checked your pony recently? Oh my god! I did check so, my pony recently. So there. How are people doing on health? Because I can heal everybody if. Yeah. if oh wait, tr- way to try to curry favor with them, endangering <laughs> well, um, everyone forever. I, I, I just opened that, a bag. I think that we should take the children and um, maybe some Kidnapping. chickens and head back to town. Yeah, I would like to spend some time. Just like we could just, I could use hit dice if we could. If just, you give me ten yeah, minutes, I can right. literally heal six people. Oh wow! Arena Ar- needs healing. Arena's up with the kids still. Yeah. Who okay. Needs, healing. Who needs? So, I could heal myself, but I have very few spell slots. Okay. So, I have one spell that will heal six people. So let's just do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll stand here for ten minutes, and no one will touch anything there is still just a recap in this room you got some chickens quiet down we're not touching okay. anything you All got right. a crate full of frogs uh, there was oh god one cabin. of the chickens is gonna be the rabbit <laughs> i think i think uh lena i think the implication was it had to be a corpse um, um but one of the chickens chicken. does have a glint in its eye what if the vamp <laughs> what if the devil comes back as the revenant what was that sorry Nothing. Never mind. Nothing. No, okay. I get all my best ideas. You guys come up with torches I could never imagine. So there's <laughs> five of us plus Irina. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cast Prayer of Healing, and that will give everybody some hit points back. Yep. Uh, everybody gets 14 hit points. Woo! Holy, holy. 
That's so many. Yeah, holy. That's, that's why he can do that because he's holy. I am. <laughs> I am holy. At Thirty. How many times a day can you do that on a uh, crucible? Uh, second level spell. So I don't know, four or five. But I. That's pretty good. Some, I've used a bunch of other spell slots. So today, not so much. Mm. So which uh, what haunted windmill do you want to go to next? I think that we should take the children back to town. Agreed. Which horrible town should... did you want to take them to? The one from which they Vlaki? Can we ask them? Yeah. But we, don't, I be- we don't know where they're from. They're not I from believe, uh, yeah, I believe they that they're from, they were from Little yeah. Barovia. Their they? parents sold them, so they yes. shouldn't. Yes, but oh, their parents right. sold right. them. Yeah, neither, so. neither Freak nor Myrtle was enthusiastic about the idea of returning to Barovia, the town where their, chil- their parents sold them in return for pastries. Maybe they uh, would like to live with the uh, Vistani. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, that that may be a better life uh, for them. Didn't you can't, say he we would can't go back us? to that camp. Yeah. yeah. We well, we can tie yeah. a little bow around their necks and send them. <laughs> write a little write a little note. I mean, the life that awaits them in Velaki is one of hard labor. Maybe best case scenario, they're serving mead at a tavern. Worst case scenario is worse. I think yep. we should send them to the Vistani. Yeah, I agree. That seems reasonable. I mean, one of them's name is Freak. Yeah, F R E E K. You know what? We could put them on. It's a family name. Yes, we can put them on like, from like a Sindelar. half a mile away. P- pony will carry them in, and then you know they get off the pony. pony <laughs> they will hand the note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no pony will. Pony it's wearing it in his teeth. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, Barovia does not have the same kind of uh, urchin class that, say, your water deeps have, and this could be the first. This could be building that up, right? And yeah, so we're, until yeah. You, we're creating a new uh, until you level. have a network of messengers and spies. You know, um, <gasps> our first network of messengers. Oh, In a way, these are, these are your, these are your first. I mean, you you've you've got some tentative allies among the Vasani, and you've got some information from Madam Eva, and you you met some people at the bar. But these Wait are the first days. people that owe you their lives. So, right. Yeah. So yeah. we can that is them. That is the corner stone of, of adventure. And the Vistani leader's child. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah but he paid children. for that. Yeah. yeah no, that true. debt is settled, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't get is a unicorn carpet. So is it yeah. really? <laughs> you had the choice of a unicorn carpet. You took haunted money instead. Okay. It wasn't Yay. Really choice, but all right. <laughs> all right. Let's let's do that. All Let's right. do the equivalent of a hostage transfer, but it's not like that. <laughs> it was, I, we swear it's not like that. But slightly more heroic. The, yeah. the, the, like really flowery lettering on the, you don't do the cutout of the magazine for the. the Listen, um, he doesn't really want to murder us. We don't want to be murdered, but honor dictates that if he sees us, he'll have to murder us. So we'll make yeah. sure he doesn't see us. He just sees the orphans. Yes. Or effective and, orphans that yeah, we're sending to him on a magical horse. Yes. <laughs> All, All right. Things, yes. And so you do. Our adventurers <laughs> make their way back from the bone grinder, somehow victorious. The the raven perched outside the bone grinder is caused no more, but gives you a kind of, I, I told you so, look as it tilts its head and flaps I, away. And I'm going to nod you make, back. Yeah. You make your way over hill and vale back to the outskirts of the town of Velaki. You write up the note, you explain to Freak and Myrtle their new life among the Vistani will be better than their sad lives in Barovia, little Barovia that is. They still have their sad lives in big Barovia. Um, <laughs> and Pony Sindelarnd uh, escorts them uh, to the Vistani where they are 
reasonably welcomed, let's say, and, and then returns. Uh, you uh, make your way back into the town of Velaki uh, through the gate that you left by, so you, there's no additional paperwork or anything, uh, and the sun is setting. It is. It is. Looks like it's. Uh, it's. Evening is imminent here uh, in Velaki. And we don't know what will happen next. Will their second night in Velaki be as eventful as the first? Were the, was that window even repaired? Or is their whole hotel room littered with bats and broken glass? For answers to just that question, just that question, we're going to get out of the way right at the beginning. <laughs> Tune in next time for Total Party Go. Do not bats at night are big Ooh, and bright. Deep, deep in the heart, in the heart of Velaki. I love, I love the uh, the slight zoom delay. Really, really nails the unison. Um, um, we could all be I, at the same tempo. I could line us up in post. That's not that's possible. Not happen. Hey Dan, 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 Dan. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> That yeah, Revenant didn't even screen. get a shot off at me. He just yanked off his zip, his stripper pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I think I timed that exactly for an hour. So live stream slash bootleg, we're taking a break. Yep. Depending on how Dan edits this or not, there may be a five-minute <laughs> five break in the audio. Uh, skip ahead, and we will be back. I'll have music sometime, but not this time. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
Hello, live stream. We are back. Why do you argue with me about everything, Dan? I know. I'm getting really sick wrong. of this, honestly. This is wrong. just too tense for me. I can't keep putting up with you two arguing about everything. I will Whoa. turn this stream around. Calm. Calm just, down. I just think kittens are cute, all right? I don't see why Tony needs to argue the point. Oh, no, snap. they're disgusting. Because that is the corner I've locked myself into. Yes, and they are disgusting. <laughs> Acting. We finally convinced him to put down the katanas, so mm. that's good. Yes, step in the right direction. Oh, yeah. all right. So you're right. Sorry, kittens, you can stay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought now it just sounds like you're being super hip. Like, yeah, kittens, you just hang out. <laughs> hey, cool cats. Kittens. Kittens. Is, is, is that how cool people talk to? <laughs> I mean, in the fifties, yeah. Okay, I'm concerned about your grasp on reality. So. <laughs> Me cool too. Don't worry, his gra grasp on reality is fine. It's his grasp on time that's iffy. Mm, yeah. Also, stay away from bags. Hi, live stream. Hi, bootleg. We're gonna play some more D and D right now. Hi, carpetbaggers. <laughs> Tuesday night. Everything <laughs> is great. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I am the dungeon master for this adventure. My name is Tony Sundalar. This is the dog and pony show. We are continuing our explorations of Barovia. Our adventurers survived a trip to a windmill and back. They have returned to the city of Velaki, the shining gem of Barovia, big Barovia. But that gem, it shines with a sinister sheen. Let me introduce our players. Uh, first off, it's Dan Morin. Hi, I am playing Cast in Onitar's Crucible, the Warforged cleric who opens bags but then survives miraculously. Only at the expense of his friends. Next up, it's Micah Sargent. Hi, I am playing the half-elf druid Tony Sindelar. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, wait. Identity cannon, theft is a cannon, serious problem. Cannon, cannon, cannon. <laughs> Millions of families suffer every right. year. <laughs> yes. Right. Reference acknowledged. acknowledged. Tony Sindelar. See, I'm good at this. Um mm. I forgot who I am. I am a druid. He's a half elf, and his name is Micah Sargent. I mean, Elevore. Tuesday night, people. Um, that you could, you know, I will tell you, Dragon Friends is another lovely Dungeon Direct podcast that's better than this one. But whoa, whoa, whoa. we'll see if that makes it into editing or not. Does it, hey, I can't listen to us. We're awful. No, I, I do listen to us sometimes. Don't tell anyone. Um, but you We're can on tell stream, Tony. <laughs> You, I'm just all right. Please this is only if I had the again. ability to press a button and send this immediately to a test pattern on the stream, I would have done it right there. <laughs> I'm just gonna say here is my point, which I feel like I've only made stronger. You can tell in their episodes which episodes are first hour and second yeah. hour of the recording session. That is true. They're drinking. We're just very tired. Uh, hey, speak for yourself. Some of us are drinking and cheers, tired. <laughs> cheers. Oh, oh, oh my wow. God. Water? Water. That's yeah. what I got, guys. All right. I'm drinking Mezcal. Ooh, so right? we can agree that this is the out. best Dungeons & Dragons podcast that you're listening to right now. <laughs> there you go. All right. That wow, and I did that mid introducing people. <laughs> let's, let's start at the top. Take it from the top. Uh, well oiled. Does that mean I go back to Dan Morin or do I go to Eric? 
I, I would <laughs> just start, just do it all. Let's all do it all. all through. Let's all through. play that back. <laughs> all right. Let us meet our adventurers who may die here in Velaki. Maybe not. Uh, first off, it's Dan Morin. Hi, Dan. Hi. I am playing Castanotar's Crucible, a Warforged cleric for whom life is just one amazing adventure after another. Next up, it's Micah Sargent. Hi, Micah. Hi there. I am playing the half-elf druid Elevore, whose life is awesome and lives it to the fullest. Indeed. Also here, it's Erica Ensign. Hi, I am playing Brildish, the dwarven paladin, whose life is all in service to Hela. And of course, it's Aline Sims. Hi, Aline. Hi, I am, as always, the wood elf ranger Imra Soliana, her dog Androdite, and combat for our arena Koliana. And last but not least, Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hi, I'm playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue who has two swords. Oh yeah, I also have a pony. I always forget to mention pony. <laughs> Poor pony. <laughs> Unless I go right right after Lean and then I remember pony. <laughs> Very good about remembering Andrew. You gotta do it in order. The dog first, then the pony. The That's pony. how it works. <laughs> then the show. It's- it's woof woof nay nay. Hey, I thought you guys were making fun of me for being bad at this. Um, so Never start that again. We can yeah. do both. Okay, well, why not both? Tuesday nights. <laughs> so you have dealt with the windmill, and hopefully, I don't know. Probably don't want to go back there anymore, unless you want to like talk to some chickens. No. Um, no, I mean, I feel like you could you could talk to some local chickens. Should we need... release the chickens? Otherwise, they're just gonna like. Starved today. I will. Yeah. You know what? I will. Uh, I, I will show you a one piece of mercy if you can decide collectively as a group in thirty seconds whether you released all the chickens or not. I'll let and you do that frogs. retroactively. All the chickens and, and the frogs. All the chickens and the frogs. All right. Surely there will not be any repercussions for that. The chickens ate the frogs. It's fine. Good. They didn't starve. Uh, you guys are going to level like. ten and fight one. Oh, no, the frogs were chicken. racist. We've been milkshake frogged. <laughs> Why is it so dark there? All of yeah, I don't, Jane, Jane is Jane, too I, spooky. Too spooky, Jane. Jane, Jane, Jane the frogs are listening. <laughs> so, uh, I actually, do you know about cane toads in Australia? Okay, Tony, keep us on track. Keep us on track. No, they released cane toads in Australia to d- deal with the pests, and they became, and then the cane toads got out of control. <laughs> they yeah, became the in pest. Australia, that's a thing that they yeah. do sometimes. They've never learned their lesson about the whole the rabbit pest thing. Is in all of us. <laughs> I'm just telling you, this podcast is like 40% about Australia. Pod, uh, the favorite Dungeons and Dragons podcast, Cane Toads. Only like 60% of this is about Dungeons and Dragons that we play here in America. Elevore, can you turn into a uh, Cane Toad? Very quickly. No. Yes. I, I could. I could, but I shouldn't. Okay. Okay. Noted. Thank you. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday night, everybody. So uh, you have rescued two children. You have turned handed them over to some strangers who seem who seem (laughs) nice. As you do, they're better than us. Yeah, I mean, didn't kill us when they were told to kill us. Therefore, they're good. Yeah, that's Uh, logic. That's just logic. And I think, for lack of a another (laughs) human settlement to go to before nightfall, you find yourself spending a second night in the town of Falaki. Uh, I believe you still have rooms for now. <laughs> you haven't lost your deposit at the Blue Water Inn, um, but I am not sure where you wish to go next and what other things you want to do today. 
What's it to do to die today? How much well, I think we should tell left. the mayor that we've taken care of the uh hag problem. sweet hag problem. That's a great idea. And and maybe we can use it to try and get a moment with him alone without his freaky armed arm guy uh lieutenant. Um you could do that. So you want to go to the Burgermeister's mansion? It is getting a little bit late, but perhaps he is still taking uh visitors at this time. Maybe Otherwise we, you could do that first thing in the morning. To- Maybe we just do that tomorrow morning and just go to our our rooms. Tonight. Yeah, that that could sure. be fair. I mean, unless you want to check back in with the toy maker guy, no. make sure that his shop hasn't been burned I don't, I don't down. Think that's necessary. He's fun. You can look at it from across the street. It hasn't burned down, has it? The the, the toy maker shop appears unburned. Okay. Cool. Good. That's good. All right. So you want to head right to the Blue Water Inn? Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, do you need to have dinner? Do you want to t- mingle with the other uh, residents, or do you want to just go to sleep? Normally, this is where I would put a unicorn carpet in front of the window, but mm. alas, that's not something I can do. I think we. That's should, the thing you. Do? I think the people who need to eat dinner should eat dinner before going to bed. I yeah. agree. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Those people. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, you know what? Uh, somebody who's being stalked by a merciless undead soul should do is but wander off on his own and talk about how great it is that he doesn't oh, have no, to. No, no, I'm gonna sit there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> pretend to eat soup. No, what you should, you should have to wait outside with the horses. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Can you absorb nutrients from them, Dan? He just drinks the soup and it just like, it just like, <laughs> like runs right through. And tell yeah. us, yes, please, please yeah. tell us. What Dan, are you should, that can't, that can't be good for your finish. No, it's, it's like <laughs> lubrication. Soup? I, I think yeah. the first thing we should do is strategize how we're going to prevent the thing that happened yesterday from happening again tonight. We could, I wonder if they have any rooms with no windows. They would probably be very happy to give us some rooms with no windows. <laughs> do they a have a cellar that we can bring some beds <laughs> into? A cellar door. Um, so let me let me think on that for a second. Um, so let's just, so that you're going to go into the, do you want to go up to your room? Do you want to convene outside of the Blue Water Inn or is this inside the Blue Water Inn? I think we should just go in and order food. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you head into the Blue Water Inn. Uh, it is supper time. Uh, it looks like all the kind of regulars that you saw last time are there. Rick Tavio is at the bar. Uh, the, uh, the Walker brothers are, uh, arm wrestling and knocking soup over um the two hunters are off in the corner you know drinking looking kind of you know like they don't want to talk to anybody there's also i'd say it looks like a decent number of locals who are here just to have a meal uh whereas i think last time you were a little bit later in the evening and it was just the people who were probably staying at the inn and the uh the martikoff family that owns and runs the inn uh the uh Husband and wife and their two children are kind of bustling about uh, making sure that everyone is getting their their various uh, food and drink that they're ordering. So, but you uh, you crowd in and you find a table to uh, to kind of uh, hang out around. Um, Arena takes this moment to say, "I'm impressed by you people. You are very courageous. It is a good thing that you have done for these children. Barovia needs more souls like yours." Do I owe it all to Hala? I'm not going to say that. I feel <laughs> Elevor's just touched. He feels that that was like a, a really sweet thing. It little if little Barovia had had but one of you, it would have been a different place. If and perhaps 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 you people can change Barovia for the better. I think perhaps we would like 
the people of Barovia to stand up for themselves, but perhaps we can encourage that in some way. Perhaps we could set an example or encourage them. The people of Barovia need to see that it's possible to make change for themselves. That hasn't really been true in my experience, Ever. at least. Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy. Some, some guy on a lute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make Strum on a change. piccolo. Ricky starts singing for once in my life. <laughs> no, that's not what happens, right? Uh, so nope. we, we, should, we should figure out what we're going to do as a sleeping situation because I would prefer to not be visited again in Does, such a manner as last night. I currently do not have the ability to cast the uh, a spell to protect us. I, I could perhaps tomorrow when I have a chance to prepare that spell, but perhaps someone else has the ability to cast some sort of spell that might create a protective, uh, uh, some sort of uh, amulet, prophylactic type thing. I could protect one person, but I think that uh, maybe when the, maybe when the bartender comes over to take our order for food, we ask if there uh, are different rooms, if there's a a different room that we could take. That's like an interior room where we wouldn't have to worry about windows. And then we set a watch, you know, rotating watch. And uh, now we kind of know what we're watching for. So I feel like we'd be much better prepared to deal with it if it Agreed. if something did happen. Vampires and revenants. Awesome. Um, didn't Did someone grab garlic? Oh, I have so much garlic. I, pull, <laughs> I start pulling it. So, do vampires count as undead for my... um, I think so. Okay, so I want to roll an intelligence check to see how far away garlic will keep vampires. Garlic check. Garlic check. I think I was the one who rolled and determined that it was garlic, that garlic actually had... Uh, an effect on vampires. Nobody else thought that. I was the only one that thought it, but yeah. I was really and, sure and about Lena it. And Lena was super convinced that you have to like decapitate them, which isn't as far as I know true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm still like making garlic necklaces for all of us. Yeah, That's better safe than sorry. Supper. That's what I always say. <laughs> well, amazing. Um, I rolled a 15 on my garlic check. You're not so sure if that's a thing. <laughs> Okay. I'm certain it is. <laughs> Brol is just very convinced. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think we should ask about interior rooms. All right. So I'm going to flag down one of our innkeeper family members charismatic and can like be apologetic and charming i'm not charismatic so like someone else might want to actually talk i have a plus two ricky uh so uh danica mardikoff uh is the uh the wife and the husband and wife uh proprietors of the inn uh comes by she's uh she puts out a bunch of uh, uh bowls of soup uh for everybody uh, including Onatar. Uh, it seems like soup is what is available today. Um, and uh, she's just checking if you want in on if you want anything else uh, or if you want any drinks. 
Thank you so much. I think uh, most of us would also like something to drink. But before that, I would really like to apologize about the uh, the incident that happened with our room last night. Does she look like she knows what I'm talking about? Does she recognize us as the the poor people who broke her windows? Yes, that bat that was attracted to us for some reason and flew right through the glass. Well, bless your heart. That just, you know, it's a cost of doing business here in Velaki. Uh, I'm sure it won't happen again. And we, we do apologize for any inconvenience that caused. Well, I, wow. I'm we wondering if it's possible to have a, uh, a room that doesn't have any windows. Do you have any rooms with no windows? Sorry, Erica, could you say that again? It totally lagged on me. Do you have any do you have any rooms that have no windows? Is that a possibility? Hmm. Tony, you with my us? Internet. Yeah, my internet. Well, I am. I don't know if my internet is. Um, so hold on a second. Can I close anything else? I don't think I am doing anything that's using stuff, but killing everything else. For what it's worth, you sound very clear to us. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's an upstream or a downstream thing. And you answered um, immediately when I asked a question, which was weird. I know. <laughs> it was uh, Erica lagged on me. I couldn't hear. Like, let me say, Erica, I think I know what you asked, but I didn't hear the words. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so let me let me see if I can just pretend. Um, so some, some weird gnome walks up and goes, Windows, do you have them? <laughs> uh, Danica, Danica says, uh, well, I am I am truly sorry about that. You see, most most guests do do appreciate the window, and we only have four guest rooms, and they all do have uh, at least at least one, if not several, windows. So, you know, I, I I don't really have anything we can offer you in terms of the no window situations. I mean, not with the comfort of a of a bed. I mean, if you if you wanted, I'm sure I could I could talk to my husband. We could make arrangements. I mean, I I it feels rude to even offer this, but I, perhaps it's what you're looking for. I mean, is that what we have some non room places we could put you up? I mean, you know, we could put you in the, uh, uh, in the, uh, it's, it goes against everything I know as a hostess to even say these things, but well, in the stables. I, I look around at the table. Are the stables exposed? Are they considered part of the dwelling? Uh, yeah, it's I, <laughs> That, that may be that may be vampire law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what what room that is a room has the fewest windows? There we go. Uh, well, we have uh, two two bedrooms with two windows each, and one door adjoining. Ooh, that's probably our best. If you look on the map, those are rooms I and L, or L and L, or L and L. Sorry, or I and I. Or one, one and one. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's These jokes make no sense to the audio <laughs> listeners. Yep. Uh, if you look over, I don't know if you can see uh, H. There is, uh, or it's on. The, there's, Stop there's a. Uh, letters. <laughs> let me tell you about some of my favorite letters. Uh, you can see on the map where the stables are, which is yes. just around the back of the building. I. Uh, I have a hard time thinking the stables are actually more defensible than a guest room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full of horses. Uh, <laughs> you stack those horse cops corpses up. You got a, yourself a stew going. Or those horse uh, Where did we stay last time? Which uh... we were in. You stayed. I think you can actually. I think actually, for whatever reason, uh, the arena token is still there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was this. It's a room with four four beds. Yep. Yeah. 
Yes, the that has one boarded up window. Hopefully, maybe we just maybe we just stay in the same room as before, gang. Since one of those windows is now boarded up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. I mean, at least if we stay in the same room, we'll all be together as yeah. opposed and, to just split between two rooms. This time we know that something might happen. So we are at least a little more prepared than <laughs> being totally blindsided. Yep. Yeah. All yeah. right. Do it up. Sounds about right. So uh, you enjoy your, uh, your, your soup. It seems to be a wolf meat based kind of thin stew. Um, there are, you know, there are beverages had. Uh, people are coming and going, enjoying their meals and their, you know, early evening drinks. But it does look like the crowd is starting to thin out a little bit, uh, leaving only the people that are uh, staying in the inn or nearby um, left. Uh, so, you know, the Walker brothers are always there. Always. Rictavio is at the bar. He seems to be telling Donica a very long story about something. And, of course, the hunters are off in the corner. I don't know if there's anything you wish to... Uh, to glean from any of these fellows uh, or individuals. Uh, it's up to you if you want to talk to people or not. As always, it's Dungeon and Dragons, an adventure we create together. All right, so pulling up our quest log. Indeed. <laughs> um, crossed off um, dream cakes hags. <laughs> uh, we still have the uh, sunken city. Mm -hmm. We have Porcupine Gosh, Grotto. Mm. Porcupine Grotto? That's not, that's a joke. <laughs> oh. That's a terrible joke. <laughs> We've got Monster Arm. We've got Faces True. Window. We've got That Abby. one's real. We've got the winery. We've got yeah. Rictavio's Tower. Mm, yes. Oh, what's going to Rictavio's Tower? He's clearly not there. <laughs> it's in the middle of the night. We have a Vistani encampment on the list, but I'm not sure if that's something that we have now dealt with. I think we've dealt with that I think, one. yeah. Okay. Okay, well, um, maybe tomorrow we try to cash in our cred from taking care of the hags to see if we can talk to the Burgermeister about um, Mr. Monster Arm. I can dig it. And then head to next location. Yep. Yeah. That seems reasonable. Yeah, right. I dig it. Yeah. So I think Crucible should, I think Arena should sleep by the boarded up window. Okay. And I think Crucible should definitely be where he can see both windows. Okay. So if you want to arrange yourself, uh, you can see yourself on the map uh, up above. There's the... Uh, I think, it, and you kind of, here, I'll put your tokens near there. Um, you can decide where you are. There's four beds, and then there's several chairs and tables in the corner. There, this room is a long rectangular room running kind of east to west. There is a door in the kind of northeast corner. There are three windows along the south wall. Uh, four beds, and then some chairs and a table tucked into the southwest corner. Can we corner. say that we spent at least an hour over dinner just being... You know, quiet and not moving so much, so I could use a hit die and get yes. Up to, okay. I feel like after you almost get murdered by three hags and a thing in a bag, you go back and you do not have a very chatty supper. True. <laughs> you know, especially now that we know that the thing in the bag is always going to be an issue. Mm. Well, mm. 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 
Yeah. In fact, every time you mortals have to go to sleep, that's like eight hours that that thing gets closer to, to Crucible. Maybe awesome. we really should have scattered its ashes. Oh, wait, no. It just it didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's the unresting soul that's the problem. Classic well, unresting soul. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just they just are so predictable. Those unresting. You know what? I didn't think anyone was going to open that bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, why? I, surprise me! I don't get you. It was a bag <laughs> made out of flesh. <laughs> so I'm gonna sit. Emma's gonna sit kind of against the wall again on her meditation cushion. Um, so she's next to Arena and. Which window I, was broken? In uh, the one right next to Imra. Yeah. And I only need the four hours of mm-hmm. semi-conscious meditation. All right. Imra, the uh, the window has been boarded up perhaps somewhat hastily by one of the Mardikov family. Okay. The, unfortunately, now that the window has been broken, it's a little chilly. There's a, there's a decent draft in here. Oh, That's okay. Good. We'll be fine. Take I have Androdite to the- keep me warm. Mm. Yeah. Can we take one of the blankets from like the bed, one of the beds to just like put it over Room that service. Stop up the, <laughs> the draft. You can try. Yeah, sure. I will try. All right. Roll craftsmanship. Actually, How much rope do we need for this? Roll hospitality. <laughs> All right. Ali- tools. Does that help? Ali- Aline has used the magic words. We're moving on. You've done it successfully. <laughs> Um, all right. So you've made your evening arrangements and it sounds like you have had quite a day. You decided to turn in quite early. Uh, the sounds of the walkers, uh, engaging in their various, uh, ridiculousness echoes, uh, up from the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the main room of the inn below. Um, but after a couple hours, things start to quiet down and perhaps some of you are deep asleep by that. Do you have any kind of specific plan in terms of like sleeping in shifts or anything like that? Yeah, I do think we yeah. should sleep in shift, even with Crucible and Imra being able to be awake. Yeah, that part. seems prudent. Yeah, okay, so the rest of you can each take a you know, couple hours. Yeah, I'll, I'll do an early watch and then sleep later, if that's right. Okay. I will do a later watch and sleep earlier. Okay. Middle watch <laughs> and sleep middle. No, sleep middle. <laughs> sleep middle. Just right. No, I failed my check. No. <laughs> your sleep check? <laughs> okay, so you have made your plans and attempt to recuperate from the battle at the windmill. It has been quite a day for you did go travel quite some distance to the windmill and back. You fought several hags, you fought a revenant, and you rescued two children. So you are feeling heroic, but also probably weary and tired in a land where they have not invented ibuprofen yet. And so several hours of the night pass without incident until one of the hours passes with incident. And we go to that incident now relevant so question it, yes how many hours into the night uh i am going to say four hours into the night you suck i don't know why but probably okay just checking um, to see how long if we got into long rest point yet uh, whoa you guys i was saying eight hours into the i yes, only eight hours i only need six. Oh, <laughs> we okay. went to bed early it was very close <laughs> eight hours into the night you are startled when erwin martikoff kicks open the door and says it's brunch i'm vulnerable yeah that's a very different adventure 
So it's about four hours. So let's say that you went to sleep a relatively early. Let's say you went to sleep at like nine o'clock ish, right? So it's about 1 a.m. Uh, you're four hours into your sleep shifts. Tell me who is awake and what sta- state you are in. I think Emmer is fully awake now. Crucible is always conscious. Okay. Is that be Lena being awake? Is that like middle of the night at that point? Yeah, technically yeah. I should still be asleep. Okay. Okay. So, so I would be I would have know. gone to sleep at this point. Okay. Yep. Curled up right under the window. All right. Um so I'm gonna say, um uh, Lena, where are you on the map? Um, can someone place me? I am having issues with roll twenty. Yes. Do you do you where would you like to be? Um I don't know. In okay. bed. That's fine. Yes. We'll <laughs> see like you're in a bed, bed next to Cruz. Yeah. I have I have placed you in a bed. So uh Lena, it looks like uh somewhat arbitrarily, you and Crucible are on the kind of the east side of the room. Yep. Uh Imra Imra is in the western corner, uh right mm. by um so I'm gonna say Lena and Crucible, give me a quick perception check. And Crucible is basically sitting at the foot of that bed looking in the direction of both those windows. Yep. Uh, that is a critical fail. That is a critical success. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 26. Um, they even out to a failure. No. Uh, <laughs> Crucible, uh, you hear with your finely tuned uh, audio uh, uh, detectors, uh, the sound of footsteps uh, outside your door. Outside the door door there's okay. a door to the northeast of you there's a little walkway connects to the looks out over the main room of the inn it connects it the other rooms of the inn open onto that walkway and then that walkway actually goes out an exterior stairs that you would then go to get into the main room of the inn does is it, it a cop if it's a cop you have to tell us <laughs> so far it is just footsteps does it sound like it is coming towards our door it, it sounds it be... like it is footsteps coming towards your door okay heavy Cru- footfalls how does it sound? Step, my, my, step, step, or step, 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 sneak, step. Sneak, 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 sneak. <laughs> is what it sounds. Yeah. They are not uh, tap shoes. They are not heavy boots. Feet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Crucible will uh, many toes? Will attempt to get Imra's attention since he knows okay. she's also awake. Roll attempt to get Imra's attention. <laughs> is that performance? Easy check. You have like Yes, roll a performance. That's easy. <laughs> DC5. Four. <laughs> I'll let you try again in ten seconds. Emma's so. uh, just looking like, what are what are you trying well, to Crucible, tell me? Crucible's going to get up quietly and like basically like move over so that he is in front of the door. All right. He is not committed to waking anybody else yet, just in case it's like a drunk guy stumbling up from the bar. <laughs> Very the quietly. Wrong. Um. Uh, I think, well, does Androidite hear anything? Like, does she yes. become alert? Okay. Uh, Androidite can, let's just assume that Androidite is aware of a presence on the other side of the door. Okay, so Emmer's going to stand up and draw her um, her bow and, you know, like knock an arrow and just mm-hmm. be ready. All right. Uh, there is, uh, the, the footsteps stop, but it sounds like they have stopped right outside your door, Crucible. Crucible is, you know, he's got his Ikawa out. He's he's ready. Uh, does our door open? Or... Does our door open in or out? <laughs> it opens. Question. It opens out. Okay. All right. Uh, there is uh, some kind of clicking and uh, metallic noises at the lock. Okay. At this point, he is going to reach over 
and just sort of like shake Lena. Uh, Lena will sort of jostle awake where I'm sure she'd nodded off mm -hmm. and, and immediately to one of her daggers. Crucible will give her like a, you know, mime like quiet and like point to the door like... Uh, Lena, you instantly recognize with your roguish uh, backstory Charms. the sound of someone picking a lock, picking a lock, picking a lock. somewhat clumsily. So my first instinct is, you know how in a in a movie where there's a hacker trying to hack in, mm -hmm. and then there's another hacker trying to keep them out. Yes. <laughs> is it possible to like counter pick a lock? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Let's put it this way. But but I'm not sure. The good news <laughs> is the good news is yeah, the good news is yeah. vampires Jane, Jane, don't pick. Jane, I think it's just I think it's That's just called true. putting a chair in front of the door. <laughs> I want to know who it is though. And like I said, vampires don't pick locks, probably. This, so I feel like true. this guy's about to get whoever it is gonna get more than they bargained for. Yep. So so Lena um stands and draws her sword. And maybe like Crucible like kind of nods at her to maybe wake up everybody else. Yeah, so she'll Man, sort of quietly, <laughs> quietly, um, you know, doing the hand over the mouth and waking them up. Subtly, not, yeah. not at all causing panic. Well, you know, it's Lena. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're all like up and I'm awake. like, no. I've got like my, my blade pointed right at this door, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're all ready. All right. Uh, well, uh, you have not intervened, so the uh, the clicking stops, and there's the sound of the latch, kind of like, and uh, as soon the as the door opens, I mm -hmm. I cast light. All right. <laughs> um, so Hell the door yeah. opens. This isn't gonna go badly. The door starts to open. Uh, it is opening away from you, uh, Crucible, uh, into the hallway. Um, you're casting light on basically what? as soon as the door opens wide enough that like I can see this person, I'm going to make the the tip of like my spear just glow extremely brightly. Okay. In yeah, in their, in their face. face. Also, I guess in the nearby vicinity of all your friends. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. So, uh, you're so the door uh opens just a just a little bit. Uh, you can see kind of the uh, the shadowy outline of a humanoid creature there. You cast light on your fancy uh, fancy spear, and you see the brightly illuminated face uh, just before his arms come up to cover his eyes. Uh, give me uh, give me a quick perception check, uh, uh, Crucible. Okay. I'll just determine what level of details you get. I also got another critical, apparently. The dice were All my right. favorite this time. You, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's just a, a blip before the, his hands go over his arms, but you recognize uh, the face of... Uh, of um, Aragal, uh, brother of Luvash of the Vestani. He's, he's garbed slightly different than from when you saw him before, and um, that he's garbed in all black and has some kind of stealthy little boots and a little thieves toolkit on his belt. But he's got his distinctive uh, goatee, long hair, and the black eye that you saw Luvash give is him. Is he armed? Uh, he is armed with a, a lockpick and a dagger. Okay, I will kick the door into his face. <laughs> He staggers backward and lets out a rather non-stealthy yelp. And as quickly as I can, I'd like to basically run up, grab him, and like get like my my blade to his neck. So, that... um, all right, I think you should probably have to roll something for that. Sure. <laughs> but you would probably have advantage because he's been blinded. 
Um, let's see. He has the, uh, Aragal has the stats of a bandit captain. And so, the looks of a bandit captain. <laughs> so, uh, you're rolling something for that, Dan? Uh, yeah, what do, tell me when I'm rolling. Are you doing some kind of attack, it sounds like? I mean, I'm not going to try to stab him. I'm just going to get him down to the, like, Pull knock him, him down and, like... That sounds like a grapple or something, right? Okay, so yeah. just, like, maybe a strength check? Yeah. I think there actually is a thing for pushing somebody over. Yeah, we looked at this last time, didn't we? Yeah, when you push, the, so. we push the hag down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, threw her down the stairs. <laughs> I think it is just a... Isn't it just a strength check, though? Yeah, do it. I'll, it's yeah. probably a contested strength check. Yeah. Uh, that was 12 with advantage. The dice have already well, betrayed me. he rolled a nine. Great. So, <laughs> Ooh. so I'll knock him to the floor and have my the point of my spear at his neck, basically, and say, Okay, he starts crying. <laughs> I think I was, you should I was not ready him for into that. the room as fast as possible and close the door <laughs> so nobody else hears what's going on. Uh, but this is, this is Crucible. He's going to say, Good evening. How can I help you? <laughs> I, I, I didn't I didn't know you were you were awake. I'm sorry. I'll come back later. Oh no, now Crucible will drag him into the room and close the door. <laughs> okay. Basically like throw him onto the bed right in the middle. Like see that. I'm it? so sorry. I didn't right. want to be here. You saved my niece, but I but my brother said I had to try to kill you or I was gonna get killed. And then it was my family's honor and the tribe's honor, and I didn't want to do it. Well, you can go back to him and tell him that you have successfully killed us. <laughs> if that would make I, things easier. I don't think that he'll believe me. And we I was supposed to bring you I was supposed to bring your hands back. I don't think that he thought that you would be successful. <laughs> I don't like, think so either. Unscrews his hand. <laughs> I mean, he only gave me one dagger. There's like six of you. Your brother does not seem particularly concerned with your safety. Uh, it's true. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, I did lose his daughter like twice, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. I just, I try so hard, but it's never enough. It sounds like perhaps you should consider striking out on your own, finding a future somewhere else. Perhaps there is a better road for you to take. Uh, all the roads are really bad here. Do you know how to get to uh, what's another place we're going? Berez. <laughs> how about Berez, the drowned city? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Berez? Do you know how to get there? Uh, yeah, I know how to get to Berez, but that place is awful. Well, if you wanted to perhaps be a guide, we could perhaps not kill you. <laughs> All right. I mean, I guess. <laughs> can I just roll a quick? I just want to collect as many NPCs as we can. Can I roll a quick insight check thing? just to make sure he's not like trying to screw with us? Sure. Yeah, actually, that's a good idea. I got an eleven. He seems like he's having a horrible day. <laughs> okay, I think yeah, I got a twenty-two. Yeah, no, there's nothing. He seems like he's being pretty forthright about how awful his life is with you. I'm going to confiscate. I can tell you about Perez. I'm so sorry. I didn't want to kill you guys, but like, we got that letter that said we had to, and Uva said that we delayed as much as we could, and so we had to make it look good. But but I can tell you that Perez, there's like, so if you're going west, west to Kresk, there's a turnoff and there's an old road and it's, you know, if you knew to look for it, you'd find it. It's just past, just past the bridge. 
there's a road south and it turns into kind of you know a game trail but you don't want to go to Berez. Oh, Nobody yes, we comes. Do. We really want to go to Berez. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I'm pretty excited about it. If I uh, if I'm honest, and I don't. I, I don't think, think. I mean, have you heard the stories? Yes. Uh, are you sure you've heard the same stories? <laughs> Cruci well, just Crucible. Meanwhile, has just removed his dagger from his person. <laughs> You'll tell us on the road. Crucible's dagger, or uh, no, he's, he's taken Ar Aragal. He's taken Aragal's dagger away from him while he's Aragal trying. has not noticed. Yeah, uh, Crucible. The dagger does seem it's a it's a small little dagger. Uh, it does look like it's poisoned. Um, but you know, <laughs> one of these yeah. like to hold it between two Can fingers. Can you be like, poisoned? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you should know that you should know all the stories about Barres. That place is really bad. They, 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 um, there, something happened with the devil and he got angry. And so he, he drowned a whole city. Yeah. And then apparently there's some sort of weapon, perhaps. I don't, I don't think there's a weapon. Why is there a weapon? I don't Madam know. Ava told us that Madam it would Ava? aid us. You've spoken to Madam Ava? We sure have. Mm -hmm. the she says there's a weapon, there's a weapon. That's, you know, that I, I noticed that there. you made fast work of that lock. Where did you learn that? We are well trained in many things among the Vistani. It is part of our arts. Then perhaps you can be useful to us. I'm great in cities and Velaki. I could get you anywhere you need to go. Not in Perez, though. That place is real bad. Have you well, been there? No, our people don't go so to Perez. It's well, haunted. How do you know? uh, because every now and then someone says they're going to go there and get some great treasure because obviously there must be a treasure there. They never come back. The the story is that 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 town fell and that 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 the devil gave it gave it to his friend. I don't know his friend, his acquaintance, uh, the Baba Yaga, and she has like a hut that walks around there. It's real bad. Maybe well, your options don't like you. I, maybe your options are to come with us uh, to face the wrath of your brother or to kill us. And I'm just going to take the last one right off the table. So I could never you kill you guys. He do. goes to look for where his dagger is. And he's like, oh, I could never kill you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are we like leaving now? I don't really understand what's happening anymore. Why didn't I just stay home? You are going to sit in that chair by the table. We are going to finish the rest of our night's sleep. And if you move, you are going to regret it because... I do not sleep. And I will be watching. Uh, Ar Aragal sits in the chair and sobs and rocks back and forth. Poor Aragal. <laughs> you made me sob a little quieter. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I'm not being a good captive. I can't get anything right. Okay, I have a new favorite NPC. <laughs> All we need to do is there's get Rictavio to come with us. and we've There's got some banging boat. on the door. There's some banging on the wall from, from the west. Oh. And, oh, and the voice of Rictavio say. says, keep it down in there. Some of us are trying to sleep. Yeah, same in here, Ricky. Aragal continues to sob. Ar a a crucible kind <laughs> but of slightly more him, sedated now. Pats him on the back, but he's not very good at it because he's yeah. no. <laughs> uh, execute your empathy routines. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, I I suggest the rest of us get what remaining rest we can, and we set out in the morning for Berez. And so you do. Do we actually get a full so, night's sleep? We get a full night's sleep. Yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs>
I'm only going to send one assassin at a time to kill you guys. <laughs> so first night vampire, second night, you know, Asani. So I'm your friend who's trying to murder you in your sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there seems to be a I lot of all, all of my around. friends do. <laughs> all right. So the rest of the night passes seemingly without incident. Uh, some of you get sleep, though. Perhaps it's a little slightly more a nervous sleep than others, since uh, someone sent an assassin to kill you in your sleep. But you know. Not the best I assassin. The, I saw the assassin. I'm not that nervous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and we also have a revenant stalking one of our people. So, oh, yeah. I'm, what's I'm more an assassin? about that for sure. Yeah, whatever. And so you awaken the next morning. Uh, you have not lost any additional windows. That's what we call the win for a good night's sleep in, in Falaki. And perhaps you can convene now and, and figure out your plan uh, and how you wish to use Aragal in that plan. And how. So do we still want to go to the Burgermeister and then strike out? Or... I like that idea. I still Ar- would like to talk to the Burgermeister. Argyle is concerned. Look, I will do whatever. You You own my life now. That is that is only fair. But I can't be seen in the city of Falaki. Like, I came at night under cover of darkness. If they see me here, they will they will kill me. They will, they will burn my people's village to the ground. They will murder our children. They will steal our horses. They will take I that one really sweet over him and put right. the, head, the hood up. Ah, excellent. <laughs> I want that back. Of course. Uh-huh. This cloak is as much yours as is my life. I, I bend down to him and I go, now the most important thing you can do is to be very, very quiet. He nods right. silently. Good. All right, let's do this. Oh boy. Uh, okay, so uh, you time. you want to head to uh, the Burgermeister's uh, mansion? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me just find my Burgermeister information here. Uh, Aline, do you know how we are on time? I let me scroll. Sorry, up. I think we have about fifteen Sorry, I minutes. I hit a button with a long spell. We have about fifteen. I think okay. so. Yeah. I will start. Sorry. Looking. No, it's all good. I will start looking for a exciting cliffhanger. If anyone wants to, like, I don't know, do something dangerous and reckless, like, wait, like, eight minutes. Um, everything's great. Everything is great. So, uh, you head over to the Burgermeister's uh, mansion, which you know is the distinctively labeled N3 on the map. Um, I don't know. Had, did you actually go here before? You went to the, uh, there was like a uh, town square uh, Town square nearby. Um, wow. I'm just going to move your uh, little dog token from the town square to the uh, the mansion. Right? I think I still see the. Yeah, we're still in the inn. The lodge. Inn, yeah. or whatever, the inn. Uh, I suppose you want me to put you on the map that you're on, huh? Maybe. Wow. Players. Nothing makes them happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. You should have the town of Velaki loading for you. Correcto. So uh, you head, it's a short walk from the Blue Water Inn to uh, the Burgermeister's Mansion. Uh, the you, you pass by uh, Blinsky's uh, House of Toys, which remains <laughs> unburned down, at least from an exterior view, um, and pass by the town square and arrive outside the Burgermeister's Mansion. Um, the mansion is clearly one of the uh, largest buildings in town. It's got walls of plastered stone uh, that display a good number of places where the plaster has fallen away from age and neglect. Um, the windows are all covered in drapes. Doesn't look too inviting. Uh, there's a large 
arched uh, opening uh, above the mansion's double doors. Uh, there are two guards uh, standing there, uh, and a good number of servants are coming and going uh, from the uh, the main entrance of the mansion. It looks like there's all kinds of things being carted in and out of the foyer, uh, perhaps preparing for the Festival of the Blazing Sun, which I believe you know is tomorrow. Is that and right? You mustn't say anything bad about it. Yeah. I don't know if I got my days counting correct, but yeah. Um, and I open a bag of flesh. Oh no! <laughs> Cliffhanger. Uh, <laughs> did you just check it? Because I don't know if I know. Uh, where is the current status of the bag of flesh? I don't think we brought it. All right. Thought we left it there. Do we not leave it there? Cannon grinder. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone wanted to pick that up. So. Mm. All right. Um, we did leave the happened. oven burning Maybe and Elevore had like sliced off a little bit of it so it's entirely possible that that whole place went up in, in flames. That's I'll true. roll fire damage for the windmill later between sessions. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you are standing outside the Burgermeister's mansion. What would you like to do? Hello? We Is have it... things to say to you. Hello? There, there are two guards standing out at the door. Oh, <laughs> There are people you're talking. You don't need to just yell at a building. You That's there. Funny. What are your names? Uh, damn it, Shane. <laughs> no, wait, this Stump is great. The dungeon master with the question, Stump. hard questions like, what's ha, the modifier I, for attacking and what's your name? I put a post-it note on my list of Barovian names. Uh, yes. My name my is ass. Spiders and mine is <laughs> Dust Face. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what, Jane? They're not that different from that. Check, check it out. Uh, the first one's name is Dragomir. <laughs> That's her real name. Yeah. yeah and standing... it's, it's me, Spiders Dragomir. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Three, three generations at Spooky Town. Um, and uh, his cousin is also a guard here. His cousin, Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> Those are from the official book. I hate that one. <laughs> Falcon. Um, well met, adventurers. Falcon Falcor. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, state your business. Uh, we, we had heard that the Burgermeister was vexed by strange pastries that were causing people to behave in terrible ways. We have taken care of this problem and would like to debrief him on our progress. No, I, I don't I don't know anything about that, but yeah, you can you can come in. Uh, one of them stays at the uh, the uh, the door and the other escorts you in. Wait, it's important. Which one came with us? Falcon Falcor or Spidey's Dragomir? Uh, Spidey's Dragomir escorts you in. Uh, yes. um, let me see. I don't know if I set up this map 100% correctly. You not use this. Turn black. I forgot to do that for every map. This is good times for the bootleg. Turn off dynamic. It's not great for the YouTube stream either. <laughs> Uh, try reloading the tab with roll 20. We enjoy this. Do you now see him? Planner transport. Aha. Yes, I see. Mine's still loading. Oh, there we go. Yep. I see. And I suppose you're probably going to want like your tokens too. Wow. What are those dogs? It's so messy in here. Whoa. Um, so if you scroll down, you've got the first floor on the bottom. Oh, oops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that makes more sense. Yes. yes. 
So uh, the uh, the guard uh, ushers you into a cluttered lobby. Um, now this is this uh, this is not perhaps what you might expect um, for a Burgers Meister's mansion um, because the entrance hall and vestibule is uh, rather you know it is it is ornate. There are framed portraits uh, that all look like they show various family members. They all have similar features uh, all around the uh, the the. Uh, foyer and there's like a fancy uh uh balustrade up the uh the fancy stairs leading higher up but there's all kinds of like supplies and crates kind of stacked uh in here and uh various uh servants are coming and going either adding to one pile or removing stuff from another it looks like in particular they're assembling up just a huge uh set of crates that all appear to just basically have twigs in them ah i see you too shop at ikea mm. <laughs> Um, and it does seem, you know, even for the early morning, a uh, decent amount of hustle and bustle here. Servants coming and going. There are a good number of guards around, so certainly you're not being left alone. Uh, uh, I've already forgotten his name. <laughs> Spider, Spiders McGee. Yeah, Spiders McGee. No, Spider. Wait, shoot. Spiders Dragomir. Yes. Spiders Dragomir. How could you forget the name Spiders Dragomir? What's wrong with all of you? Tuesday night. Spiders Dragomir exchanges a few words with, it seems to be some kind of ranking servant who runs off, presumably, to get the Burgermeister. But yeah, so you've got a couple minutes while that happens, but it does look like you are not exactly free to roam about the mansion, and there are lots of people coming and going. I will even say, why don't you give me a quick perception check? 18? 19. So you're 20. You do not. <laughs> oh, you might. Um, well, yeah, I rolled a two on the die, so no. How about 22? All right. That sounds pretty good. So, uh, you know, there's lots of things going on. Clearly, this is a very fancy place, and he has many servants at work for him. Uh, guards coming and going, people, you know, being, uh, you know, watching over other people that are doing work. And, Elevor, you notice down the long hallway that the foyer looks on, uh, way down, you know, you kind of spy through the crowds of various servants hustling and bustling. One guard with a distinctively large monster arm the hallway so you are aware that is extrasny is and in I whisper the monster arm was here the monster arm was here got it okay <laughs> two mastiffs bound down the stairs barking and circling androdite hmm. <laughs> mastiff buddies is it mm. playful barking or scary? yeah uh in between <laughs> Um, you know, not exactly friendly, but certainly not threatening. I'm rolling okay. an animal handling check so I can befriend these these doggos. It's going to be difficult. No. Give me a DC 18 animal handling oh, check. Oh, please. You know what? I'm rolling it with D20 so that everybody roll D20. And I'm going to tell Androdite to sit and just be calm. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. <laughs> Wait, I could have blessed you. Oh, <laughs> Double darn it. Actually, oh, man. Can I give you another chance to do that and cast guidance on him? <laughs> How much don't you need like advanced preparation for uh, guidance? Yeah. Guidance is a cantrip. Okay, sure. I tap Elevore on the nose. I boop him on the nose. 
<laughs> you have to make boop. Yeah. You can roll a animal handling with a, a D4 and add that. Old D20. So that's D20 plus... Uh, plus, plus your modifier ten. plus D4. Oh my goodness. D20 plus four plus six. So... Um... <laughs> I got less that time. Well, I did what wow. I could. You tried. You tried so. too hard, and it's kind of unsettling for them. Yeah, coming, you're right. You're coming hugging down the, the dogs, and they're like trying to get away. Coming <laughs> down the stairs is the dog's owner, one Baron Vargas Velakovich, the the Burgermeister of Velaki, and I believe I've shared a handout with you. Uh, the Baron. It's a rather imposing figure, kind of gaunt, pale, uh, wispy hair with a pretty a pretty receding hairline, uh, and his hair and back much too long. He is clad in crimson robes and kind of greets you with a strange wave and says, all will be well. Welcome, travelers. I hear you have information for me concerning the well-being of the town of Balaki. Indeed, but the details are quite uh, gory. Perhaps we could talk in your study. Uh, yes, or the conservatory. Please, please this way. And he uh, he he leads you down the hall. There are several guards uh, kind of behind you, uh, and he turns. Let's see. Can you see on the map? He basically goes in the uh, uh, the second door on the right. Yep. There's a. Uh, uh, oh no! You know what? Sorry. First door on the right. Okay, yeah. good. The one with the, the one, bear skin rug. Yeah, the one that there's a, a bear skin rug. And this appears to be um, the, what would you call this? This is the, the den. den. Yeah. Yes, there's padded <laughs> chairs and couches line the walls of this cozy carpeted den. The room reeks of pipe smoke. And mounted on the east wall is the head of an angry looking brown bear. Um the, uh, the 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 two mastiffs run ahead and find their kind of spaces by the hearth that they look quite comfortable in, um, and uh, the, you all head into the room. Um, a uh, a figure appears uh, behind you, comes in behind you, and closes the door, and you now find yourself, perhaps somewhat unexpectedly, alone in a room with Burgermeister Baron Vargas Falakovich, but also. His close bodyguard and companion, one is Ekstrasny, owner and operator of a monster arm. And so you literally find yourself in the lion's den, face to face with a person who could be your ally or could be your enemy, but has one employee with a monster arm. What is the deal with monster arms and why does he keep having dolls made? And is he going to notice Arena? Amongst you, almost certainly is the answer to that one. Well, I feel, or answers like with pony to questions. Whoops, to be asked next time. I'm literally standing outside. <laughs> Tune in next time to Total Party Kill. Bum bum bum. I don't think I don't think you specified you that. Uh, specify where she I was think. Staying, I don't think. Yeah. Um. So but I think the she... mini's still there. Nope. That's just the mini is canon. However. Where's well, no, because we did say early on that um, she is always with us unless we say otherwise. Yeah, yeah. I think you really need a plan. Um, yeah. We should have given her so, a cloak like uh, like Aragorn. She has one. She, she has a hooded cloak. She, she but definitely is a hooded cloak. She has a hooded cloak, but this is like a guy that's obsessed with her. So, um, you know, cloak check. Um, 
Uh, yeah, that's really exciting. I don't know what's going to happen next time. Does <laughs> so. Monster Arm have eyeballs on it? Probably. Um, yeah. How's I, everyone doing? I <laughs> like, hate yeah. that so much. <laughs> Monster Arms? With eyeballs on With them? Eyeballs. I, that's not canon. Uh, okay. But thanks for creating okay. a horror that is worse than the book did. I've really got to <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. it's. You know what? You gain inspiration. Uh, oh, look at that. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, I don't think I, if I had, if I had not awarded it before, uh, Crucible, you gain inspiration for opening a bag that you shouldn't have opened. <laughs> it's all <laughs> worth it. Uh, can we recruit Spider's Dragomir to our cause? <laughs> you already just recruited one person this session. Yeah, we're, we're turning so many people on our side. turning all of Barovia to be our allies. <laughs> yes, yeah. slowly it's mission. just going to be a party of dozens upon dozens. All of right, live stream slash bootleg. Uh, we are taking next week off due to Thanksgiving travel, but you can look forward to seeing us again in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening. Dan, is anyone actually still listening at this point? Yeah, there's people. How many? People. If you could put a number on it. If I had to codify it with a with a simple numeral, I would say 11. Wow. Oh, thanks, Will, Wagner. Will, Will Wagner, thank you for opening 11 browser tags. <laughs> it wasn't even in the live chat. I don't know if it was there or okay. not. Okay. No, he, he's off watching a movie tonight. So. All right. Yeah, Will Wagner free. There. My mom's not there anymore either. So that's like... That's, wow. I think my cousin is there, so there's that. Tony's you have Brian. One. Is Brian there? He said he was working. I did. Oh, I did. man. Wow. These are like, wow. Wait, your cousin Falcon Falcor is there? <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, live chat. We, we love, love you, live stream. We love Bye. you. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye.